Welcome to Storytime with Tula Jane and Mother in the Wild. Yes, we're back. And today we are going to be reading The Legend of the Golden Snail by Graham Bass. And this is a very special dedication for our new and patient friend, Marco, all the way from San Diego. Thanks for listening, Marco. Are you ready? Get cozy. The legend of the golden snail was Wilbur's favorite story. He imagined the golden snail sailing through the magical realm to its home in the spiral aisles. And he listened with wide eyes to the part where the grand enchanter banished it to the ends of the earth. There it was doomed to remain, so the legend went, until a new master came to claim it. Wilbur always made his mother read that part twice. Wilbur decided to find the golden snail. He collected all the equipment he would need for the voyage. Behold the grand enchanter, he cried. I'm off to roam the oceans back in a hundred years. I made you a captain's hat, said his mother. And so Wilbur set sail for the ends of the earth. As he turned his little boat into the breeze, he recited the magic spell from the legend. Snailing ship, rise and shine, hoist your sails and trim them fine. Taste once more the salty brine, for with this spell I make you mine. Be sure to wear your hat, called his mother. He came to a bush of blossoming butterflies. They were wilting in the sun. I don't have time to stop, said the Grand Enchanter. I'm off to the ends of the earth to find the golden snail. But he looked again at the butterfly buds. They seemed so hot and thirsty. Hmm, he watered them. He saw a coral island and sailed into the little bay. All at once, The island transformed into a monstrous sea creature. Take that, cried the Grand Enchanter, prodding the monster in its weak spot. But then he saw it was tangled in a net. Hardly a fair fight. Hold still, he commanded. Mm. And he cut him out, he cut him loose. A motley crew of earwig pirates aboard a bulbous bottle boat were catching unlucky lanternfish and stealing their light bulbs. The Grand Enchanter considered what to do. Perhaps he should join the pirates, then betray them and take the treasure for himself? But it was late, and he had to press on for the ends of the earth, so he decided on a quicker and more courageous plan. Wilbur sailed on, a little downhearted. He suspected he hadn't made a very convincing grand enchanter so far. He decided he would have to do better. But that afternoon, his little boat drifted into the dreadful doldrums. Some newly blossomed butterflies brought the wind back. He became ensnared in the slithering sea. A grateful friend arrived just in time. Hmm. 
A wild storm blew him into the maze of madness. A glowing avenue of lights guided him safely onwards. Eventually, Wilbur came to the ends of the earth. A golden shell lay gleaming on the sand. Oh, he said, I thought it would be bigger. But Wilbur was determined to be a proper grand enchanter and roam the oceans for a hundred years, maybe even a thousand. So he held up his arms and recited the magic verse. Snailing ship, rise and shine, hoist your sails and trim them fine. The earth shook, the sky rumbled, and the golden snail emerged from its slumber. It was bigger, much bigger. Wilbur's eyes grew wide, but he kept his nerve. Taste once more the salty brine, for with this spell I make you mine. The magic spell was complete. The mighty beast sprouted masts and sails and a rudder. The snailing ship. It turned to its new master and waited for his command. The grand enchanter raised his arms high, but then he saw the heavy chains and the cruel collar with its bell. And there, at the ends of the earth, after all his long years of journeying, Wilbur realized that he didn't want to be the grand enchanter after all. He thought back to the legend Then he took off his hat and said, I command you to take me to the spiral aisles. The golden snail surged towards the crashing waves. Wilbur tied his little boat to the snail's stern and leapt aboard. To his amazement, the mighty beast reared back on its keel and lifted up into the air. They soared up, up, up through the clouds and emerged into a stunning new world. An ocean in the sky. They swept down to the spiral aisles and dropped anchor in a sheltered bay of swirling mist. I've brought you home, said Wilbur as he stepped ashore. He put his hat on again. I hereby release you from your enchantment. The golden snail snorted in delight as the chains, collar, and bell fell away. The rope holding Wilbur's battered boat snapped. There was a flash of light, and with a triumphant trumpeting, the golden snail was gone. Wilbur was alone on a cloud with no way to get home. But something was happening to his boat. The golden bell had hooked itself over the bowsprit, a parting gift. As he watched, the little boat began to glow. It had turned to solid gold and it had wings. As he headed homeward, Wilbur thought about his adventures and smiled. He knew he hadn't been a very good grand enchanter, but he was probably the best gallant captain there ever was. And the captain's cat 
purred in agreement. Mm. What a delightful story and what beautiful illustrations Graham Bass can create. If you spot this book in a library or a bookstore or in our Amazon affiliate shop, please do give it a go and turn through its pages to marvel at the beautiful, creative illustrations. If you have a special book that you would like to request, please log on to our website at www.motherinthewild and make your request in our upcoming events. Thank you to all of our listeners, and especially to our special subscribers, Ton and Ander, Theo, Hasea, Chloe, Ollie, Elliot, Mika, Koji, Quinn, Bowden, Calum, Amelia, Anna and Leo, Zamora, Rose, Sam, and Zia. We are so grateful for your support. Until next time. Stay cozy.